What's up, boys? How's UFC. it going? Well, good, how are you? Good, yeah, good, yeah. good. UFC 251 is behind us. I'm not very happy. How do you guys feel? Um, overall, uh, I think the card uh, kind of delivered in, in some ways, and uh, it, it was a disaster in others. Uh, but I, th- I guess we'll get into that now. I just, uh, uh, you know, Max Holloway did not lose that fight. We'll get there. Why, why, don't, why, don't we, why don't we go straight into the co-man? Talk about it. Okay. Well, I the only thing that people can argue is that round three was the iffy round. Max definitely yeah. won one and two. Volkanovski definitely won four and five. Actually, four was a, was a bit of a, a toss-up. You know, he, had, he got a couple of takedowns, but... He got knocked Do down you know three times is, in the fight and damage. And it, just for me, it was just, uh, it was, a, you can't call it a robbery just because of the system, but yeah. it, it was, also, it was, I mean, it was heartbreaking. So I mean, the, the end of the day, it was such a close fight that I think I agree. You can't call it a robbery because it wasn't like three, nothing or five, nothing. And then they gave it to, um, Volkanovsky. Yeah. It was like, Two three, which is close, not a robbery. But did you see the scorecard? Yes, it was ridiculous. They called, man. The, they called the fifth round the decision, not even the third. That's like retarded. Yeah, I know, but you could definitely so, give. Uh, yeah, that that is weird. It was the third round, that, the one that was the the issue. Dude, I don't understand. So wait, what, hold on, what was what was wrong with the scorecard? Because if if the scorecard would have given Max round one and two. And Volk yes. would have got three, four, and five. Yes. But well, actually, called... I don't know exactly what the scorecard. Uh, I just saw Luke Thomas had it up on, on his uh, on his YouTube for a couple of seconds. I didn't read the actual cards. But so for I, me, yeah. I scored one and two, definitely for Max. You can give four and five to Volkanovski, and I give round three to Max. Yeah, so the judges scored it one and two to Max. Three and four to Volkanovski and a split decision for. Actually, five. I give, I make it, I think it's 49 46. I think uh, give Volkanovski the fourth round and Max the, the third and the fifth. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's, know, a, it's, a split, it's a split decision because of the fact that, yeah, one of the judges gave it to Max. 
So that's yeah. why it's a split decision. Yeah, Max yeah. got three rounds on one of the judges' scorecard. But yeah. if you take it, if you take it as, and and I mean, this is the way I scored it. So mm. if you take it as, and, and I hope I you're explaining judges, that to the listeners and not me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, I think um, I think you know I'm explaining it to the listeners. But when you listen back to this, you'll be one of the listeners as well. So just pipe <laughs> 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 well, down. You pipe um, down. No, look, I know people are upset because Max yeah. won the first two rounds convincingly, but I scored a 10 8, 10 8, and then Volk 10 9, 10 9, 10 9, 3, 4, and 5. And if you score oh, wow. it like that, if you score it like that, Volk wins the fight. No, even definitely. He has less total points, even though he has less total points than Max. And I also, I think you're right when you say you got to blame the system because the reason I scored it for Volkanovsky in the third. Is because he got a takedown at the end of the round. If I, I might, my memory might be playing tricks on me, but I think he got a takedown at the end of the round. And I knew that the judges would give Volkanovsky a very tight round where he has a takedown in the end. There were no knockdowns. Uh, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so Volkanovsky was only knocked down in round one and two. He wasn't knocked down in round yeah, three, but it was a hell of a close yeah. round. Just because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Was, I, that, that's what I'm. No, hold on. But that's what I'm saying. There was no knockdowns in, in round three. So that, that's what yeah. I said. Yeah. Yeah, 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 but 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 there was a takedown, no knockdowns, but there was a takedown. So, and you know, I just I don't like the emphasis on if a takedown doesn't count if you can't keep him down. No, hundred percent. And and Max that and Max get got away. up every single time. Yeah. And all you know, it's like a biased um, opinion between wrestler and striker, where wrestler says, "Oh no, well fuck, I will." Um, dominate you and 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 every single time I put your butt to the ground, no matter how long it's there, I score a takedown. And I don't think that's because so, then. So the way. No. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I think the way it, the way it is being scored at the moment is, if there's if that's a very close round, yeah. go for the takedown. Get the takedown in the final second, and the judge is going to give you a little bit more because of the control of where the fight lands up. Is it on the feet or is it on the ground? And the, and the fighters have to take that into consideration. What I do agree with you on is that if if there's two fighters, fighter A takes down fighter B, fighter B stands up straight away, then you should score a point for the takedown, but you should also score a point for the guy who stands right back up to his feet. For and his defense, can, absolutely. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Correctly, for, for, for his defense. And in, in that way, you could get rid of the scoring for takedowns if the guy stands straight up, just ignore it. Yeah, I mean, I think we can oh. all agree that there's this this ten uh, point must system is definitely flawed, because that's how you could I, I score it for either fighter. I want to know who who actually employs these um, judges because you've had I've seen Dana White saying it was definitely Max's. I've seen um, Joe Rogan saying it was uh, Max's. I've seen everyone say it was Max, but then like someone like Dana White surely has a say. In who the judges are and if he's complaining and saying i don't know what's going on who decides who the judges are who employs them well that's the sanction because there is sanctioned event in a certain area like for instance las vegas or abu dhabi i don't know what uh they've obviously fight under a commission there as well but um so they get a point the judges get appointed by the commissions because the ufc wouldn't be able to have any um interference with the judges because that's fucking illegal 
Yeah. <laughs> but like, As I mean, Dana White would say. Joe, Joe, Joe Rogan was also saying that out of all those judges, none of them are um, any kind of like, they only do boxing. That's it. So they yeah. also like judge very differently. So, uh, so surely they need to create a division for now uh, judges for UFC. Surely. Um, I might be wrong on this, but one of the judges is a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, it's either it's either Brazilian jiu-jitsu or judo. I'll I'll research that again and let you guys know next week. But that's what uh, Luke Thomas was saying on his show. Um, basically, the commission, like, so if they fight in Vegas, it's the Nevada commission. If they fight in yeah, yeah. Miami, it's the Florida commission. I don't know what the Emirates division is or if there is an Emirates or Abu Dhabi commission. But the judges can't be interfered with, like like Rock says, the judges can't be interfered with by the organization or the promotion, like Dana. Um, what, what what happens in boxing is that you sometimes, and you'll, fi- you'll find Teddy Atlas talking about this on his podcast. Hey, you'll dude, that, just, sorry, just while you, while you say, how cool is that podcast? That's so awesome. I love, I love Teddy Atlas. I, I, I think he is. He has a nice view on the yeah. UFC and MMA, hey? I like it. Well, yeah, and I think what Teddy does is he analyzes fights when there's been like a striking battle. So a guy like, I think Teddy will probably break down Volkanovski versus Holloway because it was such a, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of wrestling going on. It was more of a boxing competition. Yeah. Teddy, Teddy loves that. And he's one of the greatest striking and um, a- analyzers of our time, really. Yeah. So what Teddy said on his podcast is very interesting because he said that and boxing's always worked this way and there's a lot of corruption in boxing and the reason why there's a lot of fans moving over to martial arts is not only because you get to see wrestling and, and jiu-jitsu and some awesome, other awesome martial arts that you don't see in boxing, um, there's less corruption. And Teddy, yeah. would, Teddy, Teddy said sometimes you'd see, sometimes you'd see like, um, you'd go to, a, you'd go to a, a dinner the night before a fight and you would see the commission and judges sitting with the corner, sitting with the coach of the boxer and then sure. you see a, sort of, a little bit of a, a, a wayward decision that should never have gone the way it went. And then you kind of wonder, you know, is, is, is there a brown envelope being passed under the table here? Yeah, um, yeah so well, let's, ho- like, let's hope not. But I mean, as you say, like, I mean, I totally understand that there can't be a division of MMA. But the fact that you say there's maybe one person with a martial arts background, I mean, yeah. the uh, UFC is so big now that they have to have a division of refs for UFC. It yeah, it's weird how they have they don't have a selection criteria either. It's just yeah. like I don't know how how do they appoint these judges? I mean, they've yeah, said so. that they've said for years that the, the judging has been an, a problem and that the the commissions don't put any sort of uh, effort behind um, their their judging and training and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, um, it, like what what um, who who was it saying? Who said that? Uh, Luke Thomas said that every judge depends on what their bias is. Are they a kickboxer? Are they a yeah. wrestler? Are yeah. they a are they a jiu-jitsu practitioner? Um, are they taekwondo? Do they give more um, to kicks than punches? You know, it's a it's yeah. a very interesting way. But I I definitely think after all these years um, of these rules being. Um, instated they should come up with a better judging system yeah i mean i even saw joe rogan say that he was even saying why don't we just put like together 10 judges or you can't have an even number so like nine or 11 judges and that way there's no way you're going to have a miscall 
with oh my goodness dude I don't that know how sounds like a disaster is, and who's going to pay them yeah all? i know but you know but at least you're going to have proper decisions made instead of the sink weird yeah. calls I, I agree with that and i think seven judges would be better than three um but again if you if you're saying cool we need to reform we need to get the boxing uh, we we got this from we got these scores and this judging criteria from boxing. So let's make it into MMA. Who are you going to get? Because if you get a kickboxer, he's going to look at the striking. If you get a jiu-jitsu guy, he's going to look at the grappling. So uh, you know, I, I'm happy with I'm happy with the the scoring system at the moment. Um, someone someone also mentioned. I think this was also Thomas. Uh, Luke Thomas said, "Why don't you let the guys judge it round by round?" But then instead of having to put a 10-9 or a 10-8 down, let them put all their scores down at the end of the fight. But now to me, that allows for corruption. No, that allows for corruption oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, the other option is the open scoring system is where the actual fighters get told the scores as the fight is going round by round, um, where they know if they're four round, uh, three rounds or two rounds down, in a, in a title fight, you know, kind of situation. You've got three rounds left. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I mean, we, we, won't, we won't go on this for too long, but I'll take you through the yeah. quick pros and cons of that. So in this fight, Volkanovski versus Holloway, they would, if there was open scoring, they would have known that there were two each in the yeah. fifth. So yeah. it would have been, it still would have been just as an exciting fight. But picture, picture a, a scenario where you've got somebody like George St. Pierre, mm. who in the fourth and fifth round, he knows that he's three rounds up. Now does he just go on the defensive and you don't get an, you don't get as an exciting fight and i think look fighting's about entertainment and yeah no look know, look so, i mean so but there's, there's, a, this, there's pros and cons to that this was a as far as i'm concerned long story short in my opinion remember we're only talking about opinions here and yeah, my yeah, opinion yeah. is max holloway won round one two and three and lost rounds four and five <laughs> You know, if they judge like one, like one champion, uh, sorry, say that again. I said 100% agree. Yeah. One, and two, and if they go nice. and if you look at a system like um, one championship where one championship, um, they judge by the fight, you know, so at the end of the fight, the ascendancy was going Volkanovski's way. So that might have gone Volkanovski's way in one championship, for instance. But also, um, so wasn't wasn't that pride rules as well? So that if you if you were dominating the fifth round, the idea is that if the fight had to carry on like a real street fight, mm. which is obviously not the sport that we all love, but uh, if the fight had to carry on, you would have won the fight because you were dominating the last part of the fight, and you didn't, and you your body wasn't as worn out, you weren't as beat up, and you still had energy and some cardio to go. So, I mean, but that's not MMA. MMA is a sport yeah. that's judged by rounds. So, no, sure, I mean, sure. Rules. yeah. Yeah, but at least at least if if there's if there's open scoring, for instance, and I'm just throwing this out there, let's, and we can move on after this because then we've we've obviously dealt with 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 the co-main event then, um, which which I actually think the controversy of the co-main event actually surpassed the magnitude of the main Man. event, yeah. which essentially disappointed, which we'll get to now. But but yeah. I. I Look, Volkanovski's a good champion. Uh, I'm happy that either either guy won because they both fought excellent fights. Yeah. And um, it was much different to to the first fight. It was almost more. It it was weird because for Volkanovski that might that must be a disappointment because the fight in my eyes was more competitive 
than the last one. And usually, if you're gonna rematch something, some some uh, someone, you either want to beat them better Completely than you did the yeah. last time, yeah. which which he didn't manage to do, because I which believe he lost. They're on the same. They're on the same path. Like I somehow believe that he, good, he. That they're so good. Yeah, I thought Max won the first fight, so let's move on because I thought I <laughs> think Volkanovski is zero and two with Matt, but uh, Max. So. I don't know. So, but uh, quickly, before we move on, I'll just quickly tell you what to do with your opinion. <laughs> just throw it in the bin. Take your jokes and throw no, them in the bin. Yeah, this is, what, this is what Dana White says. He says, guys, if you have a problem with the judging, go and become a judge and sort it out. So I think that's the right way to look at it. If, you, if, if there's a problem, you need to reform. I mean, look, this, this, happens, in, in, this happens in politics. Like when people yeah. finally get pissed off enough about something, there's, they, they revolt. That's how revolutions happen. I think if there's such a problem with judging, there just needs more MMA guys to be to become judges. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, well, wise we'll words, go, wise words, wise words, guys. Let's work our way up the card and let the rock uh, do his thing. Uh, tell us more about Amanda Ribas. Or do you want to go to the previous? It's it's Amanda Hibas. The R is silent. Amanda. I've learned. I've learned. Um, My bad. Let's, well, yeah, if, you, if you want to if you want to chat about Amanda Hibas, then. Uh, it would be quite notable to say that in the post-fight <laughs> interview, they got it wrong. She's 10-1 and one as a pro after beating Paige, but her record in the post-fight interview uh, indicated 101. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see it. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty funny. Um, but uh, are we going... Oh, so we, are we going... break an arm, eh? Sorry? Give it up to Paige. She didn't break an arm or... Well, we don't know yet. Or... We haven't got oh, the x-rays back. <laughs> Part of me. Um, so are we are we starting at uh, okay? So we'll start at uh, uh, the the first uh, fight on the main court. Uh, Mandy Davey Hibas Grant versus, versus no, Davey that, Grant versus Martin Day. Yeah, but but that that wasn't the, that was going to be one of two of my notable really? mentions because uh, yeah, those those are but those were both prelim uh, fights. Early prelims, yeah. Early prelims, so, yeah. Him and I Yuri. Mean, so I just wanted to ask. You know, we might get chucked off YouTube for this, but how do you how do you watch? Do you have Fight Pass and SuperSport? Yes. Because I couldn't watch I couldn't watch the early prelims because I only have SuperSport. Yeah, I've got. Well, anybody can sign up to Fight Pass, and uh, the UFC has a has a TV deal with Multi Choice, so you can have both. Okay, we'll chat about this off air. <laughs> well i don't i everything i watch is completely 100 percent legal so i don't know what okay we can chat about it off air um uh so it's amanda just not, Hibas, it's just not interesting yeah 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 for sure um well you brought it up motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i'm just keeping silent over yeah here. exactly uh yeah second round uh first round was that the first yeah first round two minutes into the first round Paige Van Zandt uh, got absolutely dominated and then smothered, smashed into a, yeah. a very yeah. slick, I might add, armbar by Amanda Hibas. It was beautiful. It was beautiful, and what a what an awesome chick Amanda Hibas is. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, she's um, so excited, so frothed. Yeah, her, her her personality. You know, you know what I said, in the, and I I I'm now backtracking because I said she's got an annoying voice and all that kind of jazz. But she's actually very entertaining. Her energy is is rather infectious. So everybody's already um, on her tails in terms of um, 
notoriety. I mean, her videos on YouTube of she she won a lot of people over, basically. What yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, no, she's a very look. So to personality wise, uh, I think she's a little bit. She's maybe she's very excited to be in the UFC. Yeah. And I think I think that shows. She's four and zero in the UFC. She's almost too happy to be there, but uh, so she, you don't get that. Um, so I mean, maybe uh, Jay doesn't like this, but I like the Jorge Masvidal's of the sport. <laughs> yeah, man. I think she, I think she's gonna be a, a star because remember she was yeah, also fighting yeah. upper weight class. She was we also, also these chicks are both like super young as well. So I mean, they're also like Paige is gonna be cut. Immature, they've like, had their parting words already. Paige wanted yeah. to get paid more, and then she got slaughtered in round one. So it's baby basically bye bye Paige Van Zandt from the UFC off to Bellator with Mr. Van Zandt. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at some pictures of Amanda, and it's not only her personality. It's a bit um, of a dime piece as well. No, no, no. Listen, this is a. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I was gonna say, her fighting style is also very exciting. No, she's slick. Um, she's yeah, uh, and she's, she's in, on the ground. She's in, insane, and and she she. Uh, was so in a celebration she's like i don't like to see the blood on my nose which <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is hilarious uh, well, she, yeah, I, I see that she's a black belt in judo and she's a black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah she's um, uh so she's got ground game serious ground game yeah. and yeah. she can strike as well uh and and you say she doesn't actually fight at flyweight she actually fights at strawweight when she's at a full camp correct so she's a correct she's a 115 she's so a 115. are we gonna in, a, in six months' time, are we going to see her versus Thug? Um, well, give her some time. She's still she's four and zero in the UFC. People forget she's she's um, she's. I can look. She didn't. The Paige Van Zant is the first big name she's fought, but you know Paige could have been also one fifteen fighter. You know. Yeah. Um, but she chose one twenty five. Well, she she needed to go for that surgery that added an extra 10 pounds well that that's what i'm alluding to bro <laughs> <laughs> i was trying up. to do it as as, as subtly as possible <laughs> she could be a one talking about when she got yeah. her uh, listen i'm talking about when she got her nose corrected okay don't don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong she looks good in the octagon <laughs> <laughs> gosh um, okay anyway moving yeah. straight on Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. It's paid. She's a dime piece. She knows that she makes more money from Instagram than she does fighting. She said it herself. Yeah. So, true, so true, I mean, true. it's I don't say anything that's untrue. Um. Anyway, so let's move on to the woman, the woman's strawweight championship Woo-hoo! rematch, because it was a it was a crazy. championship bout um, that only lasted a round or two rounds um previously and now they've come back to uh, that this is first rose number first fight back um yes uh, has jessica fought since she fought rose or was it a rematch for both of them and uh immediate for both of them has jessica andras fought anybody um she, other she than fought? rose and yes she, she lost she uh, jessica andras lost against the champion Wei zhang Oh uh, yes, she lost yes, her champion. Yes, correct, yes, correct. Yes. Um, but this is the first time Rose has, uh, has come back, and she looked slick. Eh? Slick. Yeah, it was a bit of a, it was a war. It went all three rounds, 
uh, Jessica Andrade is a is a tough tough chick. Um, and yeah. She's she's really got so much power, but it, yeah. it's Rose is just so so slick to watch. Um, yeah. She's she's the the only and and I mean this with all due respect. She's the only female fighter that 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 has that slick boxing. Um, or kickboxing yeah. she's just really really fun to watch yeah one thing i one thing i noticed about rose is that she has incredibly high fight iq so when the when the fight is is moving into an area where she's uncomfortable she quickly um footwork she quickly gets it back to where she wants it yeah yeah An amazing really incredible footwork. yeah her footwork's incredible i mean she 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 glides over that canvas it's amazing i love it so entertaining yeah, to watch and she's so, and she's so yeah. um long she's very long compared to her especially with jessica jessica was yeah. short and and roses she she you know if she's like a female version of sean o'malley she's got those long limbs you Dude, know she's got yeah. legs for days bro like those yeah. things are just long. calm down there brother just calm down no, there. not like that <laughs> for kicking bro for kicking eh? um no, she does, and she's kind. Of, she's kind of like the O'Malley, where you think that you think of her as a. So she also wears. She also wears. So she's a, she's a straw weight, but she's got the the reach of like a flyweight, and yeah. then she wears the bantam weight. She wears the one thirty five gloves. Yeah. Um, she's actually got quite big hands as well. Um, all the better to knock you out on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was it just? I mean, during that fight, I, I, it seemed that Jessica just wasn't fighting the way that she normally. And she, she she just seemed i don't know it just i don't know how to say it but like it seemed like she wasn't not giving her all it's just not the jessica i've seen fight yeah. before i, I think, think she that was, was just having, me i think she was having an off day as well and that can happen in any sport yeah, Listen, okay well this is this would probably be a good time to discuss that whole um situation of the time difference and that all these guys are trying to stay uh, on us time where basically night is day and day is night and and to deal with the absolute heat like that um yeah. in abu dhabi and basically sleep during the heat of the day and then do your i suppose it would work out to do the training while it's cooler at night and do do your activities but it would it must be really hard to to to, to get that yeah to get that right yeah. uh, I, i've just recently yeah. seen now because we've got a card tomorrow or tonight um with with calvin gastelum fighting jack and manson where he's just battling oh that no sorry that's that's on 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 saturday so there's a card with dan eager and calvin cater um yeah where where they're all just trying to live backwards in abu dhabi it's yeah. it's strange um, it must be incredibly crazy going from, okay, look, in, in, in North America, where most of them are coming from, some of them are coming from Europe, but in North America, it's summer right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but you probably you probably have a similar temperature to at nighttime, it's probably cold. Um, and now you're going to Abu Dhabi and trying to sleep in 35 degree weather. Sure, your, your hotel room's got an aircon, but it just, yeah, your whole life probably feels backwards. Um, yeah. That said, I think they have enough time to acclimatize. Um, I'm What's not. Uh, well, they have to. They have to quarantine in a room for 48 hours before they can do anything. 
Oh, I thought it was longer than 48 hours. I no, thought, it's, uh, it's they arrive, they get tested, they quarantine, they wait for the results. After 48 hours, they are allowed, they get a, a wristband, they are allowed out the room, and then they go for an, their third test, and then the third test comes back, etc., etc. Did you hear also that uh, Dean Thomas, um, one of Dana White's uh, mates, and then um, Paul Folder was sitting next to each other. Dean Thomas uh, tested positive for COVID. Paul Fowler was supposed to be in Abu Dhabi to call the fights. Just because he was sitting next to Dean Thomas, they didn't send him over. So that he had to quarantine for three or four days um, in Las Vegas, then get tested negative twice, and then only flew over to Abu Dhabi and is there now on another 48-hour quarantine. It's crazy. But it's good, though. I'm glad that they're taking it super serious and, like... Uh, the way to show like other sports like this is we're taking it serious we're going forward and we're doing it right so I think yeah 100 percent, man for sure um but apparently yeah apparently you have to apparently you have to get a negative covert test before you fly yes and then yeah. you get another and, and then you because you because you've sat on an airplane with people yeah you have to you have to test negative again when you land and in between all that while you're quarantining but so that's who, what um that's what i said they have sorry, to they have they get yeah. tested in vegas first and then they have yeah, to wait okay. for the result. But sorry, was did you say Faldo was meant to call the fight with Bisping, and he's now calling another fight? So how does it happen? Well, no, no. So so Bisping um, was meant to call two uh, sets of fights, and and Faldo three, oh, okay. and then ended up being Bisping three and Faldo now two. So it's not much, okay, not cool. but not a big difference. A L- little bit of beef with Dan ha- Dan Henderson and Bisping, eh? I saw that and I thought he could have handled it. I thought he could have handled. I thought he. I know he didn't. He wasn't. Listen, he's a fighter through and through. But just to call it the the C word, I even hate using that word. You know, Uh, he could have. He could. He could have done a much. I think Bisping was drunk. To be honest with you, because that's the kind of behavior he does when he's drunk. Yeah, I'll tell Jay what happened. So, um, Dan Henderson, he fought Michael Bisping back in the day. He, I, I think it was at UFC. UFC 100, he beat Bisping, he knocked him out, and it was pretty... Oh, savage. It was was quite a savage knockout. And then Bisping uh, Bisping went on his way, carried on on his journey, and eventually beat Luke Rockhold, won the title, and then fought Henderson again and beat him in a decision. Um, But when Hendo Hendo tweeted, um, I enjoyed the fight except for hearing Michael Bisping in the background. And I'm just thinking about the good old days when I knocked him out. But almost like (laughs) celebrating the knockout, it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Well, he still he still celebrates that knockout and won. Yeah, sure. Um, but um, Bisping wrote back like a, a, a expletive uh, filled tirade on Twitter. But I, what my opinion, like Bisping should just get Luis Gomez to write his tweets because you could have made fun of him. You could have used that tweet to make a very simple point, mm-hmm. and he could have said something along the lines of, uh, "Hi Dan, uh, nice to hear from you again." Um, remember, you only beat me when you were on steroids, and <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you started, I cleaned up the sport. I kicked your ass. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you don't have to call not calling people. salty K yeah, c word and salty this and salty c word and fuck you and all that nonsense. Like just get a get a funny tweet that will make people laugh and dismiss Dan Henderson as a steroid junkie, and you're done. Also, remind him of the fact that when you started, cleaned up, you kicked his ass and won the belt. No, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, no, he handled it terribly. Terribly. Yeah. But that's Bisping for you. He's a wild Egos. Englishman, bro. You know, guys, 
Like Tarantel. I'm not fucking fucking scared of fucking no one. I'm not scared of anybody. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. What did he say when Ariel when Ariel phoned him about the taxi drive? I don't he know. He stole a car. In, in I have no idea. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> he said something like I, I stole the car and I fucking had an amazing time <laughs> it was amazing guys we have to move on yes we have to go to the freaking pointer Piotr Jan cheers no mercy Jeepers. talk yes, about no mercy flash. brother listen Jose Aldo still got it eh? he does I, you know what Peter Jan Kicked Jose Aldo's ass in the fifth round. Fifth round. But the first, yeah. the first round was was tight. Aldo won the first round. No, like that wasn't yeah. even close. Peter Jan yeah. had to sort of download the data, figure out what Aldo was doing, look at the foot movement, look at the striking, and then he he came back into it. Round two was close. Round three. Three was turned. was kicking ass. Yeah. And Aldo's still a good fighter. He. I don't. I don't think he needs to retire. I think the ref could have done him a bit of a favor. Yeah, she sells a horrible yeah, stoppage. That, it was a horrible stoppage. Ref, yeah, should have stopped it. Called it way before that. I think it was like twenty-seven unanswered um, shots. And I think yeah, the ref only didn't yeah. call it because he he shifted away through about three times, but every single time it was about nine shots apiece, um, and right behind the ear. Fire. Uh, but honestly, oh guys. Sorry, I was going to say, you have to remember if the ref says to him, you got to move, you got to move because the ref's trying to give him a chance. Yeah. So I agree. I think it was, I think it was a bit of a late stoppage, but it's Aldo's fault because the ref's saying you got to move, stop moving, put your hands on your, protect your ears and stop moving. You're going to get one or two more shots and the fight's going to get called off. Uncle Chell had a good point. If you keep moving, if you keep moving, you, the ref has to keep the fight going because he thinks you're intelligently defending yourself. What did Chell say? Chell said, if you curl up, if you're moving away, and if you've got both hands up covering your ears, it's you telling the ref, I'm done. Save me. Right. That's what I believe. I just thought Aldo yeah. didn't need to take at least 20 of those strikes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was a lot. And, of, there was, that was uh, Let's say 10. Let's say 10. It, it, was, it was quite a lot of, of an unanswered... And, and he wasn't defending himself intelligently. That is the rule. Yeah. You have to dis yeah. defend yourself intelligently. Move is a different instruction. Move is you've got to move. But yeah. to defend yourself intelligently is a different story. He was, he was moving, but he wasn't defending himself intelligently. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Dan. Like, if you're moving and stuff, that's fine. But, I mean, he literally wiggled back or, like, wiggled forward, and that was it. Still the same position, just like kind of moves left, right, or backwards and forwards. Same position. So he, he wasn't trying to defend himself, or he couldn't really. So it was done. Yeah, shame, man. But it, it was a sorry, sorry to to cut you off there, Danny boy. But uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, shame. I, he, I I still think he's got it, and he 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 could at bantamweight be a problem for the rest of the division and end up in the same position. He's only 32. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. He's got miles on his clock, but he is only 32. Yeah. Um, I, I was I, when you cut me off. I was actually just going to be rude and say, yeah, we should take it from Chael because he was curling in a ball when Fedor kicked his ass in the first round. <laughs> well, I mean, Chael even Chael, said, <laughs> um, he says, don't talk to. Uh, it was so funny. It was Ariel, um, Ariel, Ariel Harawani, um, Dominic Cruz. Brett, Brett Okamoto and um, Chael. So Ariel directed the question to, to Dominic. Dominic was like, no, no, no. Don't blame Aldo. And then uh, Chael goes, you asked the wrong guy the question. Dominic has never wanted out of a fight before, but I have. <laughs> so it was quite, it was quite hilarious. It was, it was, it was pretty. Yeah, funny. but those, those guys together are very entertaining, I must say, and I, I like the addition that Bisping makes as well. Uh, Dominic Cruz and Bisping have a little bit of beef there, but uh, I can understand why Indeed. Dominic Cruz can get under people's skin. He thinks he he really does think he's smarter than people. Eh? It's. Yeah. Uh, and and it comes across yeah. in 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 the commentary, in the behind the scenes, uh, footage no, and all that. He he's a little shit. He doesn't. Yeah. He 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 never. He, and he won't acknowledge if he's wrong. He'll just no. Of course. It, of but, course not. Um. I think the reason why he gets under Bisping skin is because they were drinking in a bar. Um, yeah, I know the story. <laughs> this, this, I, heard, I heard this on the Believe You Me podcast, and they were drinking in a bar probably what 15 years ago yeah and uh bisping said uh something about he someone wanted to kick someone's ass and dom said i'll kick your ass and bisping yeah. said you're you're a bantamweight i used to fight at light heavyweight you won't kick my ass dominique cruz and he was going to <laughs> yeah yeah no it's oh, hilarious cool. man uh, i think they've got a they've got an interesting dynamic but i've got a feeling that one day those two guys are going to pop off on uh on uh on air i really do believe that because i mean even john anik introduced the tension at the beginning of the card on the last card it's always fun to work with these guys you could cut the tension with a knife and he and (laughs) bisping goes wait oh whoa 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 you know (laughs) because there's no tension here buddy you talking about buddy he's he's overly bisping's overly dramatic Um, yeah he's so guys we need to talk about let's come back to point to yarn but we need to talk about what's next for aldo jose aldo i think we should throw him in the sh- to the sharks with cody garvin that's a that's a that's a good fight i mean jose aldo could even fight pedro munoz um, or marlon marais or marlon marais no he's just fought marlon marais he lost five five split decision I'm talking nonsense. Sorry. Thank you for correcting me. That that fight has happened. But I wouldn't mind seeing a rematch. No one knows who won. Aldo moved up in the rankings after well, he listen, lost that fight. Would... Listen, uh, Aldo, by everybody's view, from what they saw, their eyes, Aldo won that fight. That's why he got this bantamweight shot. Okay. So, so but, uh, but I don't know, think, I, I, I don't think... want to see, I don't want to see a, a rematch, to be honest with you. Okay, I'll leave that. But I'm I'm pulling up the bantamweight rankings. Yeah, because this, I am actually doing that. This, this, exactly the same, this, sir. It's the most stacked division. We, we can talk about welterweight, but this is the most for days, division. for yeah. absolute days. I, I can't uh, tell you how much fun it and is I, to talk I, I, this bloody I'm sport. I'm actually, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not actually happy with Peter Jan being the champion. I think he should have been the interim champion. 
and he needs to fight Aljamain Sterling for the championship for the real belt. So I don't think, yeah, I sorry who so just repeat that again. I had I was slightly Pe off. Peter uh, Jan, yeah, Peter Jan needs to he needs to fight Aljamain Sterling, and that's the real champion. Well, that's exactly what what. But we're talking about Aldo now, but for, for Piri, Piotr Jan, uh, 100,000,000% is Aljamain Sterling against, uh, for, for, the, for the first title defense. For sure, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt. I mean, who else, what, who, who's, who's complaining that it's his turn now? Um, it's crazy. Uh, um, Sugar Sean, Sugar Sean was maybe saying No, it wasn't but... Sugar Sean. Uh, Guess who? It was Marais. Uh, it was Marais. Oh, come on. No, seriously. I mean, why, they're, why saying, they're saying that Marais and Sterling should fight and the winner fights Young. No. With, uh, no, I think 100%. And then Marais can can um, can fight can the be, winner of that. But from from to play devil's advocate from Marlon Marais's uh, viewpoint, he is the number one ranked contender above Aljamain Sterling. And Sterling beat Sandhagen. Marlon Marais beat the guy who just got a title shot. So from his viewpoint, he's kind of, you know, he's not wrong. But I want to see the more exciting fight. Yeah, I just think Aljo yeah. needs needs that. Um, yeah. He's, he's, look, he's earned it. He's earned it. And he's, his, his finishes are spectacular. Also, the division is so stacked. You're going to need a guy to fight um, the, the winner of Petian and Aljamain Sterling. And that's yeah. fine. That can be Marlon Marais. Correct. What I think, what I think, what you can do with this division in the meantime, is give Sugar Sean Cody Carbrand, and you're going to get another no, two uh, contenders. Sugar Sean's him. already oh, Sugar fighting Sean's next fighting month. Too. He's fighting Cheeto Vera. Yeah. Uh, who? Jimmy Rivera. No, Cheeto Vera, Marlon Vera. Okay, I'm interested in that. He's fighting Marlon uh, Vera. It's in like two weeks or something. Three? Yeah, no, yeah, I saw that. It's like a, a month. It's on something okay, well, 15th Sugar, of August or something. So that's that O'Malley's Sugar, fighting him. Um, okay, well, Sugar's going to clean up. Sugar's going to clean up there, let's be honest. Yeah, and More then I think Vera. if Sugar beats, if Sugar beats... Um, Vera. What's that? Say that again? Marlon Vera. Yeah, yeah if, 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 if Sugar beats Vera, then he must fight Dom Cruz. Ooh. Ooh. Why not? And then yeah, Garbrandt needs see. to fight uh, Sandhagen. Yes. Okay, I'm with you on that. That's good. That's Dana White. Can you hear this? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. I think yeah. I think that's a. I think that's a decent um, match. Those are decent matchups. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you got you got uh, Asun Sal still floating in the wings. He Asun Sal. Okay. Well, no, but remember we got Cody Stamen and we've got. Rivera actually fighting tomorrow. Oh, oh, right. I so, did not. Oh, right. Yeah, they're on that yeah, card. Yeah. So we've got, let's just check here. We've got uh, General. Oh, Rivera is fighting Stamen tomorrow. Yeah, so that's going to shake up that. That's going to shake up the division in terms yes. of your sort of seventh, the seventh yeah. guy. So then it's um, got to be a Sansal. It's it's hard for a Sansal because he's in a hard position. Aldo has just lost. Anyway, let's okay. We could go crazy with these yeah. matchups. So, but I think those yeah. are, those are two pertinent matchups that could work. 
Sandhagen, Garbrandt, was it? I think was the one uh, I did mention. And then, um, yes. and then it was uh, Cody Stamen Rivera and that's Dominic it. Cruz was Sugar, Sugar Sean versus Dom Cruz. Yeah, if yeah. if he gets um, through Cheetah. Okay, cool. But then I, going I back, that... going back to the main event. Kamara Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Everybody kind of saw it yes. going this way. Six days notice. Listen, Call Colby this. Covington got finished in the fifth round. And he got busted up. Kamara Usman could hardly touch Masvidal other than the headbutts that caused the two cuts. Yeah. Because those were headbutts. Right. Those weren't punches. Those weren't kicks. Those were accidental headbutts that were happening in the clinch because of head position. From oh, wrestling. accidental though, yeah. Um, you know, what, what, yeah. yeah. What stands out, what stands out for me is, yeah, it was a bit of a boring fight. Um, Masvidal wasn't as switched on as he should have been if he had had a full camp. Um, can't really, I can't really. I think Jorge is the toughest. He's still the BMF. He's still the one hundred percent. His yeah. stock didn't go down um, at all. Yeah, and 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 actually, his stock went up a little bit. I like the way he handled the loss. Um, yeah. There's something, there's something that, very well. Yeah, there's something endearing about a guy who, when he's when he's when he's just lost, uh, when he's down in the dumps and he's facing, you know, some of the hardest cu next couple hours of his life. You know, mm -hmm. fighters hate losing, and uh, where he finds the bright side of it and says, "Look, I can pick myself back up." Max Max Holloway did a similar thing after he was mm -hmm. quote unquote robbed by by Volkanovski. Um, and, but, and I mean, this and, is this is going back to what I said last yeah. week is that it was a win-win for Masvidal so he can he knows that he could just pull it off and go oh no it's okay you know I'll it's fine I'll come back but yeah. if he had if this was the proper fight that it was supposed to be from the beginning and he lost it would be a whole different story right and he that's correct exactly and he said um he would um he said he was going to go away he's going to pick up two wins from top contenders and he's going to fight Kamara Usman again and I like that attitude. Yeah, 100%. Look, I mean, it's yeah, it it he he is going to work his way up again. I don't see many people beating him. I must be honest. Uh, I don't I agree. you know, I think he's still going to be the the guy to be plus 1.3 million pay-per-view buys. From that's Masvidal. Kamara Usman is not a draw. Usman was no, I mean, uh, yeah. Masvidal was the draw there. Um and 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 he is game bred dude six days notice he got his money he even he even got strong-armed where burns got the title shot burns got tested for COVID. he played all his cards right and he got it exactly yeah. what he wanted um so i think it's great that 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 um his stock hasn't gone down at all and also who would, who would they be yeah, fighting uh, next each who is next up for there's a few there's a few options for masvidal remember the, he's openly said that he's got two guys on his mind that's uh, one being nate diaz a rematch for the bmf okay. title and then the other one being stephen thompson who is coming off who's was on a win streak who has just coming off a great win against vicente luque um who is on an, a huge ascendancy he remember he rearranged Perry's nose. He's just beaten another um, top contender in uh, Nico Price, and um, so I think I think he's there's a lot of options for him. Plenty so, of yeah, options from for my, him. 
Leon From Edwards. He's, we got to re, yeah, yeah. redo the re, three piece in soda. Yeah. No, no. I think I, I, I'd be I'd be very happy to do. Um, so in terms of the champion, I think he should fight Gilbert Burns next. Yeah, yeah, um, of course, that has to happen. Oh yeah, but yeah, are we talking. Do... I'm talking about Masvidal here. I yeah. for one hundred percent, Usman needs to fight Burns because there's a one next to his name. Yeah. Yeah. No. We we look. We would. We know you were talking about Masvidal. I just say from the champ's perspective, he should fight Burns. That fight mm. needs to happen because it was going to be the main event. Correct. Uh, Burns will heal. Burns will get over COVID nineteen and he'll he'll beat the virus and come back stronger. He'll or whatever. Stronger, and yeah. and I think I think that, he's fine. That now. matchup, that matchup will be very interesting because um, Gilbert Burns is going to set a lot of submission traps on the floor. Oh my Kamara God! He's like able to wrestle. Take me yeah. down! I dare you. I dare you to take me down, Usman. And Usman's Usman's very good on the ground. You can't just submit yeah. Marty Usman. Uh, you'll you'll tell you a few times that you're telling him fake news. When it comes to Jorge, so when it comes to Jorge Masvidal, I would like to see him fight uh, Colby Covington. Forget about Nate Diaz. We've seen that. I want to see a Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. They and they rank number one and two. And there's a story that they used to be best buddies and all that jazz as well. That's a that's another thing that that w we need to take into consideration. But I don't think that Covington's gonna fight Masvidal. I honestly don't. I don't know why. I just don't feel like that's gonna f come to fruition for some reason. I just don't. Where's uh, where's where's Santiago Ponzinibbio? He is nowhere to be seen, bro. Um, he's been injured for a very very long time. Very long time. His last, I, I think, think his last fight give, was in Argentina. I think he would give a lot of these guys problems. Yeah, for sure. But hey, listen, he's been out for a long time, so you got to take that into consideration as well. Yeah, but no, listen, he's guys, not even ranked anymore. So, so because because uh, you know we we've already spoken about how we uh, what we think the the welterweight champ and the BMF champ are going to do next. But we got a card tomorrow, so we let's not go too too deep into it. But Calvin Cater, Dan Ego is the main event at featherweight, both uh, dynamite. But uh, who you got? I'm gonna go Qatar. I also got Calvin Cater for yeah, sure. Yeah. I think Calvin Cater is just a little bit uh, more well-rounded than Dan Ego. Dan Ego, um, he he's he's good. But I think Kader's a little bit longer because boxing is so crisp. Um, his stand-up is incredible. But Ige, styles make uh, matchups. Ige, uh, 50K Ige has got some stellar wrestling on him. Eh? Um, and and he trains with the likes of Habib and all those dudes. Uh, um, you know, so I, yeah. you can't count him out. He's only got two losses on his record. But Calvin Cater is just, a, I think he's in a class of his own. Just look at the Zabit fight. Just look at the Jeremy Stevens yeah. fight. I think he's he's uh, he's the one to watch for sure. Totally. Who, who did Dan Eager fight the last time It's around? in Barbosa. Right. Uh, at Featherweight. So, and, 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 and that's, that's elite striker versus Eager. So now Calvin Cater is an elite striker versus Ige, but I think Calvin Cater's just got a little bit more power than than what Edson has to offer, and he's got a little bit more. Um, he's a little bit more diverse with his cl in uh, clinch elbows and, and whatnot. I mean, look how he slashed old uh, Jeremy Stevens' forehead out. That was ground and yeah, pound. Yeah, but though. I think 
Yeah, I think everyone does that to Jeremy Stevens, though. <laughs> Joking, Jeremy. Do you know he's, oh, yeah, he's going to come and beat you up all the way in South Africa. But anyway. I just want to um, come back. You brought up Zabit. Do you think uh, he's going to come just go back to uh, Volkanovski? Because we didn't say who they could be fighting next. But do you think he would be next for Volkanovski? Uh, well, there's Calvin Cater and Dan Ego, huge ones to watch. Um, Korean Zobby and Ortega, but what what they're saying is they're saying is um, Ortega should fight Korean Zobby, and that should be for the for the next uh, shot at Volkanovski. Ooh, and then yeah. I kind I tend to agree. Beautiful. I tend, I tend to, agree. to agree. Also, I tend to agree because you can't put Zabit in the same cage as Volkanovski because he'll come up to his waist. And uh, <laughs> back, <laughs> no, but Zabit the... also needs another wind under his belt, and Zabit also. I'll, Although he's beaten Calvin Cater, he is uh, his last couple of he, all his fights are going to decision. Um, none of them have been spectacular. Besides, the last epic win Zabit had was that um, amazing knee bar that he did against Brandon Davis. Yeah. Well, where, where's where's uh, Yair Rodriguez? He's around. So I think Ro- Rodriguez should Zabit fight Zabit. I think that's yes. even. I think that's even signed, bro. Yes. Okay. They must fight. Yeah. And then, that could be signed. I, I think I've heard rumors about that. Yeah. And then Ortega versus Zombie, and then it's up to the winner of those. Whoever wins more impressively gets a shot at Volkanovski, yes. and then yeah. the loser of one of those or the the winner of the other one needs to fight Holloway. Max Holloway it's, versus the other guy. Because yeah. Max Ball need- flipping um, uh, Ortega come back as well. I haven't seen him fight in ages. Yeah. 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 I just, Shame, I just I, don't want to. I, yeah. I'm fine. Sorry. I was going to say, I'm fine with any of those matchups, but I don't need to see Holloway versus Ortega again. I just don't ever need to see that again. No, it's just pure domination. And then I was going to say with Qatar and Dan Eager, I think the last thing I'll say about that is that, look, um, Qatar is really a featherweight. I think when, when Eager fought Barboza, Barboza is not really a featherweight. I think he, when he was cutting a lot of weight to mm. get down to 45. Yeah. And yeah. that because that might have affected him. I know he had that loss against Kevin Lee at lightweight, and he probably thought, you know, Kevin's cutting a lot of weight. Let me see if I can make featherweight. Um, and 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 his striking would be really good in that division. Um, but I don't really know where that leaves Barboza now. He's not going to be able to fight a Korean Zombie, an Ortega, a Holloway. So. Okay. No, I, yeah, I agree with I agree with you. Well, let's just see how it plays out first, and then and then we can. Yeah. Um, because because he's really good he is a he's a very very good fighter um so let's see how it goes i'm just looking at the co-main yeah. tim elliott versus ryan benoit we i don't know much about ryan benoit always been a fan of old or uncle awkward tim elliott he's yeah. he's uh he's quite hilarious um so i'm gonna go for tim elliott and the co-main i don't really know much about the other guy just this is just being a, a casual fan uh, being biased to someone yeah. that he's supported. I was also going to say it's the only name I knew out of the two as well. Yeah, so I and then Jerem, I got to give the next one Jim, Jimmy Rivera. Uh, Cody Stamen's great. He all his wins have been uh, have uh, have been pretty impressive, dominant wins. Shame he lost his brother recently um, and fought on that card. Mm-hmm. I think the next the next week or something to that effect. But yeah. I think Jimmy Rivera is just a little bit too strong for him and gets the W. I'm going to go Cody Stamen. I'm also going to call Cody. Okay. I got Jimmy. I'm a big fan of Jimmy. Um, I remember when no he was ways. like 21 and 0. Meet Paul Molly's on this card. Yeah, bro. I don't f- can you fucking believe it? 
<laughs> Cannot fucking believe it. I'm gonna Are you gonna you gotta do bitch. that <laughs> it's the Liverpool. No, she's from Manchester. I'm gonna knock that. She's from Liverpool. Shit. I'm just joking, she's from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh so I've got Molly McCann all the way because I love her. I don't know much about uh, Talia Santos. Um, she's got a 51 yeah. record, which means she's fucking dangerous. Um, Pretty so, good, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, everybody loves Molly McCann. She's an absolute character. Um, the, and, and remember, I, I'm, this is not, this, this is bias picks just because I, 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 I enjoy the personalities. I don't know the other fighters and, and I hope they do well as well. Um, but then one another fighter I do know who is absolutely dangerous is Abdul Razak Al Hassan, who just knocks everybody out. So that's going to be interesting. Okay, well, uh, Munir uh, Lazez, I have no Lazez. clue who he is. He's obviously a, a newish fighter. He's nine and one. Uh, so I look forward to seeing that. That's going to be some welterweight madness. Laka. Yeah, and we're probably not going to talk anyway um, until next week. But there is another card, so but let but we, we 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 let's leave that for maybe if we decide to have a quick half an hour episode to preview the one card on oh, on on Saturday. Yeah, let's have a let's have a zoom and a beer and preview that, guys. Come on, it's it's Figueroa. It's the rematch between Benavides and Figueroa. One hundred percent. So, yeah. so we'll do that later on in the week, hopefully. But uh, it's been a lucky episode of From the Corner, guys. Thank you so much. Hey? From the yeah. corner, from the corner, from the corner. Thanks, wiki, guys. wiki. But uh, yeah, check wiki. out From the Corner on Papa Jesus. We're on Spotify under Papa Jesus, all that kind of jazz. It's been great. Uh, looking forward to some good fights coming up. Uh, fight night um, 172 Ige versus Keda and uh, others. Cheers, thank guys. You, Have thank a you, good Rigani. One. Thank cheers, you, Rigani. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Michael Bisping said it best. Never gonna happen, brother. This is number one bullshit. Never gonna do that. I love it when they stand and bang. <laughs> Are you intoxicated? But take your jokes and throw them in the bin. Me and Dana White not friends. Everybody knows. That was amazing. Sometimes your stock is just higher. I'm telling you, that's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. That's probably one of the worst things I've ever heard. Let's move on. Just like that!